0: Hey sweet friends, this is Andrea and I'm your host for Inspire On The Go. I'm excited about the chance to talk about life, ministry, and our relationship with Jesus. I can't wait to see what God has in store. So grab a cup of coffee and join the conversation. Hey everybody, Um, hope that you are doing well today. We just find ourselves in such an unusual, unprecedented, surreal moment in history and I just wanted to touch base with you. I just wanted to see how you're doing, share a little bit about what's been happening behind the scenes um, with Inspire Women's Conference, as well as just what's happening in our world today. Uh, Today is very unusual for so many reasons. I know many of you are home with your children. Uh, Many of you are having to work from home. Many of you are, you know, not on the trip that you thought that you would be on. Um, We're going to the grocery store and we're seeing that, you know, the aisles are empty, um, the shelves Are empty, uh, the toilet paper is gone, and it's just a lot. Just let's be honest, it's it's a lot to process, it's a lot to take in, it's a lot to know how we should respond. And so, let's just talk about it, let's just take a time out and let's just talk about it for just a few minutes. Um, Let me just admit that I'm recording this podcast in my bathroom, and so if there's ever, you know, a reality check for me, it's just this moment. My husband is working from home. My kids are not in school, and I'm working from home. And so everybody is spread out around the house doing their thing. Everybody has a room, and I find myself in the bathroom, and that's okay. You know, I, I want to do everything in this moment to be responsible, to be loving, to be generous, and to have a bold faith. And so I just think it's a great moment for us to. Just talk about, you know, a little bit about what's happened, what is happening, and the possibilities for the future. Let me go back because I know many of you um, were planning to come to the Inspire Women's Conference, and I want you to know from the bottom of our heart that that was a very hard decision for us to make. Um, It was absolutely the right decision to cancel because we want to prioritize your health. We want to make sure that we're putting you in situations and places and circumstances that are safe and appropriate. Uh, But there was that moment leading up to that decision that the decision could have gone either way. And so we were on the front end of the canceling process. So I just thought it would be appropriate and maybe insightful if we kind of walked through last week and and just gave you a bird's eye view of what took place. Because quite honestly, it was something that I think in my lifetime I can say I've never been through that before. Let me start back with last Saturday. Um, Everything was rocking and rolling. We had a, a ton of women registered for Inspire. We were headed really, really quickly towards selling out. And um, the talk of coronavirus, COVID-19 was starting to circulate. We were starting to get some some questions about that. And would we, you know, continue with the conference? Would we have it? Should people register? If they registered and then felt uncomfortable, would we provide refunds? And so those questions started coming really prior to the the cutoff, the deadline, uh, for Inspire Women's Conference. And at that point, we were absolutely planning to have the conference. Uh, There were no confirmed cases in Arkansas. Um, There were no other events that were being canceled at that time. And so uh, we were on go uh, over the weekend, which was last weekend prior to the conference, whenever we have a bulk of our registration taking place, our Inspire registration online crashed. And so that happened last Saturday morning around 9.35 is when I was made aware of that. And um, from last Saturday morning till uh, the Monday prior to Inspire, it was down and so when we came into the office on monday we realized we had a huge mess on our hands to be quite honest with you Uh, women had registered multiple times because they were getting an error code Um, their registration went through their payment didn't go through so we had about 140 people that we just didn't know you know if they were registered if they were properly registered and so for monday and tuesday we walked through contacting those individuals. And I know many of you received multiple phone calls, either from me or for, from the Arkansas Baptist State Convention, and you were so gracious as we um, figured out exactly our number. And, and we were trending towards 950 women at that point. And we were so thankful. We were so grateful. So at the end of last Tuesday... I was able to say with certainty, we know who is coming. We know that we have their payment. We know that we haven't double booked them or double charged them. Uh, we know that we're, we're solid here, so we're going to call our number 950. And we were just great grateful. We were so, so thankful for that. Every woman having a story, every woman having a need, every woman having so much potential for God to work and move in their life. And, and not only women, we had almost 100 students um, signed up for our teen girls track. And so just the, the potential in that alone was, was so exciting to us um, at the Arkansas Baptist State Convention as well as the Inspire leadership team. We, we were ready to go. And it was Tuesday night after we received you know, that final number, we knew we were ready to lock in, that we started to notice the, the trend in the um, COVID-19 conversation Uh, We started to get a few more phone calls, more concern, and more questions, and we really were tuning in at that point to the news and really trying to decide what is best, but we were on go. We had no confirmed cases in Arkansas, and so we were ready to go Wednesday even. Myself, uh, Shelly Chandler, Sherry Edwards, our Inspire coordinators, we traveled to um, First Baptist Church Russellville. We had a wonderful planning meeting with the volunteers there. The church um, was was ready to go we were ready to go we were absolutely on go for the conference um, we ran through the sound check um, we put the slides on uh, on the the wall we put the signs up I mean we were ready to go uh, and and we were we were just moving forward in faith it was Thursday morning that there was definitely a shift in the conversation as we realized that there were confirmed cases in four counties Uh, here in Arkansas, and we had women coming from all four of those counties Uh, after much prayer, after much, you know, just talk, um, consulting with government officials, consulting with physicians, um, consulting with the, the leadership, the executive team of the Arkansas Baptist State Convention, um, the just the hearing from the women of Arkansas, we made that difficult but right decision to cancel the conference. Um, that decision came in the afternoon, uh, around three o'clock. Um, as you probably saw, Dr. Tucker and I uh, recorded a video in that moment, um, and I just have to give a shout out and a, a just my a heartfelt, a deep heartfelt thanks to Dr. Tucker and to the executive team of the Arkansas Baptist State Convention, including my team leader, Marcus Brown, um, for their incredible support, for their incredible consideration of the women of Arkansas. They wanted to do the right thing in making this decision. Um, They didn't want to cancel the the event. None of us wanted to do that. Um, But they agreed that we We are responsible to take care of the women of Arkansas when they're coming to our events. And so we want to prioritize health. We want to prioritize safety. We want to prioritize um, setting a a godly example for loving our neighbor. And so once we made the decision under the direction of uh, Dr. Tucker, as well as the executive team and the team leaders of the Arkansas Baptist State Convention, and um, I certainly had a a role in that decision, and I'm grateful for that, we all had a peace. We just had a piece that we'd, we'd made the right decision. So we started to just inform the women of Arkansas, you know, that we're canceling. And, and let me just tell you, ladies, you are so gracious. Um, you are so loving. You are so kind. You are so um, selfless. And one thing that I think is going to come out of this incredible and unprecedented time is that we're going to see the hearts of believers shine forth for the glory of God and for the good of others. And that is exactly what we have experienced right here in Arkansas, uh, that you said, we support you. Uh, we agree with you. We are so thankful for you. I, I received, I can't even tell you how many phone calls, texts, emails, messages, um that just said thank you for taking care of us. Thank you for prioritizing our health. Thank you for um, thinking of us. I, I had one specific email message from a lady who fell into the at-risk category, sixty and above, um, and she just said thank you for thinking of me. I, I thank you for uh, taking care of me. And and of course, of course. Uh, Every single woman was on our heart and on our mind as we made that decision. And so it's been truly incredible, the response, the incredible synergy here in the state of Arkansas, the love, the support, and the compassion that you are feeling for one another. And so we moved forward with the canceling of the event and it really, I can't even describe canceling an event of that size literally about 36 hours before you know it, it was scheduled to take place. It's almost like you are starting over because all of the preparation has been made to have the event and now you have to make all of the pre- preparations to not have the event. So we issued a message and I wanna reiterate it here. If you, were, if you were planning to come to Inspire and you had registered and paid your registration fee and you would like to have that refunded, please email Hillary at the Arkansas Baptist State Convention and we will take care of that request for you. Her email address is hlofton at absc.org and I'll put that in the show notes for you. Many women are choosing to donate their registration fee and let me just tell you what that is going for. If you choose to donate your registration fee, and certainly there's no pressure to do that, Friends, there's no pressure at all. If you need that money back, you let us know and we will get that money to you. Uh, But for those who choose to donate the registration fee, um, there were many expenses that were already in place that we certainly couldn't get back um, from the conference, like food, uh, for example, our, our box lunches. Uh, so that money that that is donated will go to cover those expenses and those box lunches for example are going to medical personnel they're going to emergency personnel emergency responders to children in need in the river valley area so let us just worship the lord together that not one aspect of this takes god by surprise that he already had a plan and that there was a need for box lunches we are providing box lunches and god has synced up in his Sovereignty, providence, and plan the need and the opportunity, and we are meeting needs even today in Russellville. Even today, children are getting box lunches, and so we're so very grateful for that. Um, so If you want a refund, if you need a refund, email us at the Arkansas Baptist State Convention. If you don't, you just don't need to do anything. And just know that that money will be applied uh, to the box lunches that are being distributed today uh, in Russellville, uh, as well as ongoing needs of ministry regarding women right here in Arkansas. Not one dollar will be wasted, and we will see God work in a mighty, mighty, mighty way. And so just want to make sure that you understand that. Um, so we canceled the event. We started working on a plan to get those box lunches out to the right people. And then Saturday and Sunday and today, we're seeing God move in a mighty way. Uh, we see that the first the people at First Baptist Church, Russellville, they're, they're being the hands and feet of Jesus as they're taking those box lunches to people who are in need. And we also heard from other women's ministry groups who uh, continued on in gathering on Saturday whenever we were supposed to be at women's ministry. Um, uh, Uh, When we were supposed to be at Women's uh, Conference, when we were supposed to be at Inspire, uh, they continued to gather together, and they did ministry projects within their community. Uh, Many of them went to their churches, and they cleaned their churches. Others came together for a time of prayer um, and and a time of fellowship together, and we love hearing those stories, and so if you have one of those stories, send it to us here at the Arkansas Baptist State Convention, because we are celebrating all that God is doing. He is present. He is active. He is moving in the midst of this unprecedented time. And so we are capturing those stories and we're going to share those with you because we want to be a part of what God is doing. So um, so please share those with us. Uh, so Inspire Conference is not going to be rescheduled this year. I've um, I've heard from many of you wondering, uh, an event of that magnitude takes months and months and months to plan. Uh, We work on Inspire Women's Conference for about eight months and so, we're just trusting God for a new a new word, a new vision, a new sense of direction for the rest of 2020. In fact, our theme for Inspire Women's Conference 2020 was a God-sized vision and focus for life. And we believe he's going to do that. He's going to show us a new way to move forward, a new way to minister. And then as we move into 2021, certainly we will let you know about um, plans uh, for next year. And so just Just um, hang tight, if you will. Um, Stay tuned, and we will let you know what is to come. I want to talk about this new normal, this new place that we find ourselves. You know, um, as I said at the top of the podcast, this is an unprecedented time. It's an unusual time, and the word surreal certainly comes to mind. Um, Last Thursday, as we were deciding what to do with Inspire Women's Conference, it a little bit felt like 9-11, and I want to be so cautious to make a comparison there because certainly there's a lot of differences uh, between the two events, and we recognize those and we respect those, but there was a surreal feeling as we are in An unprecedented time we've never been here before and so moments like that we have to realize we can establish a new normal a new routine um, you know a a new way of living life at least for this moment in time so let's talk about that what does that look like for many of us including me our schedules just became very fluid quite honestly, very open. Um, As you know, in addition to my role here at the Arkansas Baptist State Convention, I also have a speaking ministry. And um, Inspire Women's Conference was kicking off a very busy speaking season for me. And at this point, it's looking like many, if not all of those events will be canceled. So that means that I have some spare time. Um, I have some open and fluid time in my life. And so what am I gonna do with that? And here's what I want to encourage all of us to do. Let's own that. Let's establish a plan for that. Let's be proactive with that. Because if we just sit on our couch and watch the news or scroll through Facebook or react to the different, you know, things that are issued, whether that's going to be possible travel bans or, you know, mandatory curfews or anything like that that may be coming down. Um, you know the pike for us we'll, we'll lose this opportunity to be very intentional and very focused and very you know God-centered in this moment. So let's take a breath right now and establish a plan for us to focus on the Lord and to use this time, for the furtherance of his kingdom. So what can we do? Here's some things that I'm thinking through and, and praying through as I enter a new season of my life. First is I want to make sure that I'm spending plenty of time praying and in the word Um, one thing that's hard in our normal schedules is to carve out time that one-on-one time with jesus where we're in the word intentionally every day well we have a lot more time friends so let's own that let's step into this season with a determination to pray and to be in the word and to incorporate spiritual disciplines to do those things that maybe we didn't know how to you know add into our schedule let's add those in let's be responsible during this time I had a conversation with my dad over the weekend my mom and my dad actually they were on the speaker phone together and I was talking with them and walking them through everything that happened over the course of the last week and my dad was affirming the, the decision to cancel Inspire Conference and just you know letting me know that he felt like that was the right decision and we were talking through all of that and he said something very profound and I think just very wise. And if you had the opportunity to meet my dad, you would say he is a wise man. And that is that is very true and he said, "Andrea, this is a time for loving our neighbor." And and I just thought about that. I just thought, "You're absolutely right, Dad." That's what this time is all about. It's about trusting God and it's about finding creative ways to love our neighbor. And so let's be responsible during this time to honor um, what our government officials, what our school officials, what our, you know, work, um, you know, employers are saying to us and as much as possible. Let's let's be very responsible to practice the social distancing. Um, you know, it's hard for an extrovert like me. I thrive on relationships. I, I thrive on, you know, seeing people and hugging their necks. But... We can connect with them in new ways. Maybe it's through, um, you know, a a conference call. Maybe it's through um, in small groups, going on a walk. Maybe it's um, through, you know, taking care of someone in their time of need. There are ways to be responsible. There are ways to love our neighbor. And in the process of that, we are taking part in being a part of the solution when it comes to COVID-19. in you know, reducing that curve and so flattening that curve. And so let's do that. Let's just, as the women of Arkansas and everybody who's listening to this, let's let us own that. Um, the next thing that we can do is just to look for opportunities to serve others. Uh, we know that people in the high risk categories, they do not need to be out in the grocery stores. They don't need to be at the pharmacy. Um, they don't need to be in the restaurants. And so a couple of things. They're gonna have tangible needs. They're gonna need us to pick up groceries for them. They're gonna need us to... Uh, <clears throat> they're gonna have tangible needs. They're gonna need us to pick up groceries for them. They're gonna need us um, to maybe pick up supplies for them. Medications but they're also they're also gonna be lonely. They're gonna experience that isolation. So, what are some creative ways? Maybe through cards or phone calls, or you know, you know, just leaving um, something at their door, just to let them know that they are seen, that they are loved, and that they are not alone. And, and so, we we want to do that. We want to look for opportunities to love on others. We want to be creative. That's a prayer that I've had on my heart. Lord, show me creative ways in this unique and unprecedented unprecedented time to just honor you and to love others. And and finally, friends, I think we have such an incredible opportunity in this moment in time that God has entrusted to us as believers in Jesus Christ to cling to God, cling to His Word, cling to hope, cling to peace, and cling to the fact that God is above all things, that He is in control, that He is willing and able to save Um, that trouble does not surprise him, it does not overwhelm him, it does not negate his plan. And so we get to step into this moment with confidence and faith that our God, that he is faithful and that we can trust him during this time. So we need to cling to him. I want to share just a couple of passages of scripture as we close our time together And these passages are found in Isaiah chapter 40 and Isaiah chapter 41. Um, At the beginning of the year, I asked the Lord to give me a passage of Scripture to cling to. Little did I know, little did I know, friends, what was ahead. And, And I share that with you so that you can know, you can ask the Lord to do the same. Ask Him to give you a verse. Ask Him to give you a passage. Ask Him to give you a theological truth to cling to during this unprecedented time and then live that truth out. So as we close our time together, I want to share a few of the verses that mean so much to me during this time, during this season of life. Isaiah chapter 40, beginning in verse 28, do you not know, have you not heard, the Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the whole earth He never becomes faint or weary. There is no limit to his understanding. He gives strength to the faint and strengthens the powerless. Youth may become faint and weary, and young men stumble and fall. But those who trust in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not become weary. They will walk and not faint. Then moving on to Isaiah chapter 41, look at verse 10. Do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be afraid, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will hold on to you with my righteous right hand. Continuing on in verse 13, for I am the Lord your God who holds your right hand, who says to you, do not fear, I will help you we can cling to our God. We can cling to the truth of his word. We can cling to his character. We can know that he is mighty to save and that he will hold us by his righteous right hand. I wanna close our time together with a word of prayer. Lord, we love you so much. We thank you, Lord, for your power for your presence, for your provision, Father. We thank you that our well-being is not in the things of this world, Father, not in our circumstances, but rather in our refuged relationship with you through Jesus Christ. I pray for this time, Lord, this unprecedented time. God, I pray for a move of your spirit. I pray for a move of your power in the hearts and the lives of your people. I pray that we would place our faith in you. I pray, God, that that we would know that you are willing and able to save. Lord, I pray, God, that we would come out of this time, Lord, with a deeper abiding relationship where we've put our, our eyes on you. And as a result of that, we know you. We know you, Lord, and we've seen your work. And so, God, that is the cry of our hearts, Lord, as believers in Jesus Christ, that you would move in us and move through us. Lord, we pray, for just deliverance, God, from this COVID-19. We pray, Father. That you would give wisdom to our government officials, we pray, Father, for um, our our medical pr- professionals, God. That you would that you would give them wisdom, Lord. We pray, Father, that you would just remove this from our from our society, from our nation, from our world, and that we would know it was you, God, and that perhaps even, Lord, if it is according to your will, that this very you know, difficult season will birth revival in our hearts and in our homes and in our churches, our nations and our world. Lord, we, we know that that is possible. Lord, we know that all things are possible, Father. And so we pray for revival. We pray for spiritual awakening, Lord. And we just trust that, that you're doing that, Father. And so for the person who's listening on the other side of this podcast who is experiencing fear, or anxiety, Lord, or, or maybe just not sure how they're going to navigate this time because of loss of work, loss of income, um, loss of, you know, relationships through this social distancing, God, I pray for a peace that passes all understanding, that guards their hearts and their minds in Christ Jesus. Father, I pray for such supernatural move and working in their life, around their life, through their life, God, that they would know, God, that you are present and active, I pray for those of us who are able to go out and to serve. Give us spiritual eyes to see, Lord, spiritual hearts to hear, and Father, a spiritual willingness to obey and surrender and obedience and great faith. I pray that we would know what it means to love our neighbor and that we would know what it means to be responsible, Father, and disciplined during this time, but at the same time demonstrating a great faith and trust in you. For we know, God, that you hold us in your righteous right hand. So Lord, as we walk through this time, uh, may we cling to you and may we love and serve others in a way that ultimately displays our deep dependence and faith in you. And we love you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Stay tuned, ladies, as we continue to talk about this important topic in ways that we can navigate it with our eyes focused on Jesus and hearts that are willing to serve others during their time of need.